And I just what obviously wasn't expecting it. So I just <laughs> fell to the ground and I was like wearing a dress. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what it is about dance, but women just love it. It is attractive. It is. Just a cow. Wow. Like right there at the window because wow. they just broke free. Off, 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 off. The pill. Yep. Clap, clap. Are we good? Yep. We're good? good to go. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Off. Oh, I didn't. I messed up. Sorry. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Pill Podcast. Oh, that was the wrong sound. I guess we'll go with that. Wow. <laughs> today, wow. We, have, we are struggling today. We have a special guest, Miss <laughs> Bethany Moda, in the house. Hello. And of course, as always, we have David in the moderator seat. <laughs> You're messing up today, bro. <laughs> David in the moderator seat. He's about to he's, he's about to get replaced. And we have Pancalito right next to us. No, hey, hey, no, put the claps for me. I get the claps. I get the claps. You didn't do anything today. All right, so we are, like I said, we are here with Beth. And thank you for being here. We didn't know you were so close. Yeah, we were. what were we just talking about before we started rolling? We were talking about something We're talking about uh, the, the room that Dietrich's made for her. Oh, right. So just to preface that, how did you bring that up? Well, let's let's have a little bit of an introduction, you know, for some for some of the audience that doesn't know who you are, maybe. True. So who are you? Uh, I wow, introduction. Here who we go. Who are you? Um, I am Bethany Moda. I am a YouTuber. Uh, I've been making videos for gosh, like since two thousand nine. Yeah, like ten years now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Uh, and I do other things like music and designing and just a lot of different things and mainly i just do social media stuff so you brought in over 10 million subscribers yeah on your channel, so that's a very impressive views. almost a billion views yeah nearly yes. a billion mm-hmm. are you um still working you were working with not abercrombie <laughs> god we just <laughs> said aeroposto are, yeah. are you are you still working with them or no no Is that, that done? ended in i think like 2015 Oh, okay. But it was like a few years and yeah. really, really cool. It just, I felt very out of place because I was suddenly thrown in with all of these like legit fashion designers to like help me put this collection together. And but I was it did like, well though. Right? It did really well. It yeah. did better than I could have ever expected. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was definitely like crazy that I was like 18 at the time. Well, 2005, that's when I met you, I think, right? In Japan. We met in Japan. Yeah. Uh, it was around that time, I think. Maybe later? It, no, I think it was way before that. Oh, really? I think it was like it was a while ago, twelve or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow! And how so old you were? You? Yeah, how old were you at the time? At uh, sixteen. Okay, that would make sense. Wow. Yeah, we got you to eat um, squid ink. Oh, remember? Mm-hmm. Black that was squid a ink. Wonderful that face. Yeah. Well, oh. we heard you're really picky. I still remember that. Yeah. Terrified. I know it, it was wasn't bad. that bad though. You didn't like it. It was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how did the um, Aeropostale like? thing come about i'm kind of interested in how that kind of came about did they just reach out to you randomly or uh well it started with just like a casual meeting like i didn't think anything was really going to come of it and we basically just did a few meet and greets like in new york and they were like whoa we want to work with you more so i basically like picked a few items from their existing line and like put that out as like these are my top picks and then those kind of all sold out and then they decided they want to do like a full on like partnership. So I launched the Bethany Moda clothing brand under them. And so it was in all of their stores and online. And it was really successful. It was just really fun also to like actually design and have something out there that everybody was like could actually have and wear. And uh, yeah, it was a crazy experience. And you were, you were 16. I think I might time? have been 17 or 18 when that happened. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so but that's still pretty young. Cause hey, you're working with a bunch of adults. Like. Yeah. That's what's crazy, too, is, like, because I'm older now, I mean, I'm still young, but it's, like, I'm more aware of what was actually happening. I feel like because it all happened so quick mm-hmm. and because I got into it so young, I didn't really know what was going on. Mm. Almost, like, not to say I didn't appreciate it, but kind of. Kind of like I just was so unaware of like how like one of a kind that was. Because how big it of was, a deal that was. Right. That was a pretty big deal. Right. Especially at the time for YouTubers, that wasn't like, you were like one of the first to get a major 
that's a major brand. Like it's a, I think, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. It, yeah. Not in, I, we don't have that in Hawaii though. I, don't I think, think in Oahu. But yeah. when I heard about it, I was like, oh, I've heard of that before. And then like, that's a major brand. And for YouTubers back then, we weren't getting those kind of deals. Now, maybe. Yeah. Back then it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but are you still, so you're not working with them anymore, but are you still doing, are you still doing fashions related things, right? Uh, Not like developing clothing i mean it's something that i definitely want to do more in the future but i think it'd just be much different than it was back then because i was obviously a lot younger so i think anything i put out now is just going to be like a little older uh but i haven't been designing i've just been like like i still do fashion related content but just not like designing clothes Mm -hmm. that's your main focus still back to making more videos because you did take like a break for a bit Right. Yeah, I took like, I feel like I took a lot of little breaks mm-hmm. and then I took a pretty big break most recently. And I think it was just like, it started probably t- end of 2014 when I was kind of just like, I am so burnt out on mm-hmm. this thing because I was going hard for years And I honestly had no social life. Like, I didn't have any friends. I was also homeschooled when I started making videos. So getting into it, when I first started, first couple years, it was like three videos a week. Wow. And no one on my team. So it was just me filming, editing everything. And I didn't socialize at all. My question is, if you're homeschooled, how did you, like, come across YouTube and knowing that you could make videos and stuff like that? It was actually because I was homeschooled that I feel like I was more aware of it because I was home all the time. And so I was like mm-hmm. always online and then I stumbled across it. I feel like actually if I was in public school at the time, I probably wouldn't have cared as much about it and definitely wouldn't have made videos. I think it was just because I was just bored. And so I started watching them and then decided to make them. Also being so shy growing up, I think if I was in public school, there's no way I would have even started a channel but it was because i felt like i was kind of like hiding in a way and then this was like me being able to talk to the world from like my own room that's like, true actually yeah. i feel like back in the day especially like um i don't know if this is true or not but i feel like a lot of the older youtubers people who started a long time ago were more like shy and introverted people who found the space to express themselves and it's kind of changed to like the opposite yeah mm, i've no. definitely noticed that I think there back then there was a lot of it was mostly I think introverted right people that felt like this was kind of their only outlet to mm-hmm. actually express themselves in ways that they would never do in front of people. Right. And then now it's uh I mean I don't want to say it but it sounds like it was like like the losers <laughs> the loser kids who yeah. were kind of on it and kind of made it big and then now the cool kids are here. You know like the Logan Pauls the like tall uh buff looking good looking dudes and like you know we weren't that back then (laughs) so we found a space where we were like safe but now the cool kids took over do you feel like it kind of helped your person like help develop your personality oh absolutely like even comparing then to now my first video I was so awkward I mean I'm still awkward but back then it was so bad like I was whispering in the video because I didn't want anyone to hear me talk like Mm -hmm. in my house and then I also was wearing glasses back then because I was too afraid to wear contacts so every video I'd have to like take my glasses off and just be like squinting just so I could (laughs) look in the viewfinder and like see what was going on uh so awkward and so scared but don't you think that's what made you lovable though like to the people who really like love you they're like oh my god I relate because she's yeah. so awkward. I think that's like why we watch people. Like we watch certain people that we kind of see ourselves in. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of girls that were my age could relate to so much of what was going on with me back then. Because mm-hmm. I was just really trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I was kind of all over the place. Well, well just getting back to the, uh, just because I brought it up earlier, but didn't continue about the story that you were telling us about. Oh, yeah. The Dom. Uh, Dom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're dating Dietrichs. I That's am. not a secret, mm-hmm. right? It's very public. <laughs> um, I lived with Dietrichs for a long time. I know. Um, he's actually the reason why I moved out to LA for like a few years. But uh, yeah, so Dom Dietrichs is currently, what show is he on? So you think he can dance. So you think he can dance. So, yeah. dance. Um, so he was going to be here, but he will be here another time, he said. Uh, well, I, I don't know how that story came Basically, about. Basically, the night that you had your Ninja Milk release party, 
uh, Dom held a small little get together, uh, like a barbecue at his house. And so like a lot of the RHPC guys went and we kind of like hang it out. He, he showed us around and then he was like, Hey, you guys want to see this, this room I made for Beth? Mm. And we like, made a room. He made a room. It's and romantic. Yeah. yeah. And well, what is the, what, what was the occasion? We'll let that? you take it away. Cause you yeah. know this best. So basically Dom made a room for me. It was for Christmas because we have this rule with like any gifts that we give, whether it's like birthday or Christmas that we have to make them and it can't be like store bought. So, uh, I made him like this light up sign and I like used power tools for the first time. I was really <laughs> proud of myself. Uh, but he made me this room that was basically, he recreated my childhood room. And so he did all this research, apparently like looking at what my room looked like and like watched all of my old videos when I had like hot pink walls. So he painted this wall hot pink and then created this like stitch mural because Lilo and Stitch is like my favorite mm -hmm. Disney movie and then uh he had these pictures of me I like walk in and the first thing I see are these letters at the top of the window that just say Lil Beth and then there's like all of these pictures of me as a baby but he photoshopped himself into them wow <laughs> so it's like us as little babies together that's interesting <laughs> that's like that that's a dumb thing. That's I mean. creepy. By the way, we both agreed that it is creepy. Like it is. The I thought was, is there though. Totally. I was honestly in tears because I was like, yeah. this is the most thoughtful thing anyone has ever done. Is it creepy? A little bit. A little bit. But uh, yeah. So, and then he like screenshotted like a picture or like a screenshot from my draw my life video and framed it, which was really cute. There were just like pictures of my family everywhere. And then my two childhood crushes which um were dylan and cole sprouse were like <laughs> plastered on the walls Is zach and cody yeah. <laughs> oh okay dude they're funny now i still wa i mean i don't watch one i never watched like, them but their tweets has are a funny brewery oh too. Yeah. yeah yeah a brewery yeah one of them like works in a brewery has like like disney or are they from disney or? They, yeah you don't know yeah. zach yeah. and cody the, um brenda song what's it I don't remember. Ashley Tisdale. Yeah. Oh, I remember Sweet Ashley Life of Zach and Cody. Sweet, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. You oh, yes, that? I've heard of that. I've Those guys that. grew up and they're like, like, <laughs> old. I've heard of Sorry. that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm a little old. I was you're born different in 95. Different, different generation. <laughs> yeah, nine years ago. So yeah. Nine years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we both looked and she's, she's like. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's like. Yeah, it's very so thoughtful. It, was, it is thoughtful. It was super yeah. thoughtful. And mm -hmm. it, yeah, it's a really, really cute room. He got like this old TV with like VH, VH, why can't I speak? VHS tapes. Mm -hmm. um, so it was really, really sweet. I was crying. How long have you guys been dating? Uh, we basically two years. We met three years ago and then we dated for like almost a year and then broke up for like six months and then got back together now it's been like a little over a year since we got back together yeah you, you guys are super in love yeah <laughs> what a thing to say i you know guys are super we are you know what it's almost stoic voice it's almost a lot i mean i grew up from a family that's not really touchy-feely but, oh. but when i see you guys together are we too yeah, I mean, no, 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 no. What are you trying to say no, right no, now? No, oh my God. Guys, hey, don't be offended. He's like, he, slow down on all the posting of each other. Tom exactly. is a very loving person. He is. He's you he's know. such a passionate lover, I yeah, feel. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> that was a weird thing to say, but I could tell. <laughs> you know all <laughs> of experience, experience. How do you know all of that? <laughs> well, you guys have met before because, I mean, like we were just talking about this earlier, but you actually sing. And mm -hmm. I didn't know that at first, but you you guys came here. I don't know if you guys worked together or not, but I know Dom came here as well to work with David. Um, oh yeah, we did one song. Together. You guys made a song. Yeah, we recorded yeah. a okay. song. Dom, Dom, I think you guys both wrote it, or Dom wrote it. Dom wrote that one. Okay, it's yeah. a very sweet song. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I was I I've always told uh, Beth this, but I think you know she's one of the most underrated singers on YouTube. I I think Thank she you. could have done. Uh, music if she didn't do beauty. But you're doing so. that right now, right? Yeah, a little bit. I think it's just one of those things that I've dabbled in so much and I really want to do, but it's like, I'll do it. I'll like, I put out a song like five years ago or something. And then I was like, I don't know. It's, I'm just so unsure. Um, and also I just want to 
like I know it's one of it's one of those things where it's like almost waiting for the right time, but I also kind of just wanted to perfect it more mm-hmm. before I start putting it out because I just always want to give people something that I feel is of substance and that I'm proud of. And if I feel like it's not really there for me, then I don't really want to share it. That's kind of like you. You do you sort of like that too? Like I was I was more like that, um, and then now it's just I make podcasts so. Just put you know, he's just putting up. stuff out there. <laughs> put it know? out there. No, I mean, I, I mean, we still, we still have projects like that. But I, yeah, I wanted to be able to just do things that are like, I don't know, free, mm-hmm. and not having like so much thought into every single thing. Um, yeah. But I still want to do those things as well. And I feel like you're the same way. Uh, but like, what is your main focus right now? Because you, you do so many things. Like you're doing your videos. You know, like you said, you were doing the, uh, the clothing, the fashion thing, and then you, you sing. Weren't you trying to dance too for a little bit? Obviously, you're learning dance if you're living. With, well, you're not living with Dom, but since you guys are dating, because all he does is dance at every moment. If he will be in the car and he'll just start like, yeah, he does do this. a lot of that. I started doing <laughs> a lot of freestyle dancing yeah. too. It's really bad. Uh, no, I haven't really been dancing. You would think like we don't really dance together. <laughs> um, he's actually taught me a few things, and he he's like choreographed little things for us that we never like finished. Um, but dancing is something that. I kind of really only went for with Dancing with the Stars. Like, that was Mm -hmm. the most I've ever really pursued that. I kind of wanted to pursue it a little more after the fact. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it was fun, but it's definitely not something that I see myself doing. Like, it being a main thing. I thought you were a dancer from that. I mean, you were pretty good. I mean, I took dance classes growing up, and then... Once I got the offer for Dancing with the Stars, I was like, I really want to do it because dance is always something that I really enjoyed, but just never really went for. Um, And yeah, I think I definitely surprised myself. Maybe it was also just like having such a good teacher, but I've definitely found myself doing things that I didn't know I could Mm do, Uh, especially because it's so many different styles. It's like every week, it's like you'll have salsa, then you'll have like jive, then you'll have like contemporary. And so I just became more aware of my body, which was really cool. Uh, but yeah, I think I, I kind of fell in love with dance a little bit during that show. It's just something that is kind of cool to have. Like, I think I could incorporate it into certain things in the future, but definitely wouldn't be like my main thing. How long ago was that when you were on that show? That was 2014, I think. Would you say that your, (laughs) your excitement about dance got you more interested in Dom? That was about the time, right? Yeah, I thought about that. (laughs) I don't think so maybe maybe it was like a subconscious like wow i'm really loving dance and here's a dancer look how good this guy is at dancing (laughs) that's That's actually really attractive that's actually what made us like hang come together yeah because it was Mm -hmm. at like a youtube uh youtube creator summit like one of the after parties and i was just really into like anytime i would be at an after party or anything i'd always be salsa dancing i don't really know how to do it but i enjoy it Mm -hmm. and so i just remember there was like this crowd of people and I was like, who here is going to salsa dance with me tonight? And I kind of knew you said that. No, I just thought oh. it. I thought that every time I would like go to a party, yeah, it was like yeah, yeah. who here looks like they would salsa dance with me. <laughs> You're right. Um, and so I knew he was a dancer obviously. And so we just started salsa dancing mm-hmm. and then we just like danced the was whole it night. Instant. The attraction. That was actually the first time that I was like, Oh, he's cute because I met him before that at, mm-hmm the Tony Robbins conference and I just he was like cool I was like oh cool cool but I wasn't really into it you didn't see the skills yeah I didn't see the skills skills once I saw those moves I was like see that's the advantage of being a dancer because I don't know what it is about dance but women just love it it is attractive it is and yeah it's attractive when someone knows how to move their body Mm -hmm. well Paco can dance how's that working not anymore. <laughs> Can you dance? I used to. He's a break dancer. B boy. Oh really? That's what Dom yeah. did, but he got more into like uh, what was it a choreo? I guess. Dom's well versed mm-hmm. in in dance. David and I, I was can't very dance at all. I'm the worst dancer. I'm too stiff. Like I look like a freaking <laughs> like a oh, I'm sure block of wood bad. trying well, to. You dance. know how you say like <laughs> a block of wood. I don't know why that I said that. I just <laughs> so going back to what David was saying, like you're actually a good singer. And David doesn't just give out compliments. He's very blunt, actually. He's borderline mean to people that don't know how David is. I know David is very blunt. I like talented people. 
Yeah, but like <laughs> you don't. If you're not talented, you're not talented they don't yeah. like you. <laughs> like, like David will be straight up, and he won't say you're good unless you are, unless you really are. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does tell. I've asked David before. I was like, "Can everyone sing?" And what was your answer to that? All honesty. You want me to be honest, right? Yeah, now? be all, yeah. be completely honest. Can, can anyone sing or learn to sing? Yes, yes, they can learn to sing. But Anybody. can. But I do believe some people are born with natural talent. And some people will never have. Some ne- people will, will never, never have sound that good, even yeah. if they le- even if they learn. They won't have that edge. I think we're yeah. that, really? but with dance. Yeah. David and I are that, but with dance. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, you look like a dancer when you dance. Even he looks like a dancer when he dances. But when David and I dance, we're that. We're those people who just can't. Wait, learn. Uh, You're, I think I can. If I we work did on BGA. It, You're dancing <laughs> I rehearsals. I believe in you, David. I think you could. No, what I'm saying is you can learn, but you'll never be. Yeah. You'll never look good. I'll never be a Dietrix. Yeah, never. that's for sure. Never. That's for sure. And neither will I. That's Wait, sad. so you're saying so like that's sad. <laughs> some people that are really great singers that it's natural, someone who worked really hard could never uh, like attain that sort of Not to that sound. level. Man, I'm going to disappoint a lot of people with No, my but answer, to, the, to a certain but. level, it's true, right? I think that Does it come down to just their natural speaking voice that sounds better? I don't think it's about the speaking voice. For me, I think it's more about like, so the way that I would explain is, you know, you find young kids who are amazing singers, right? You guys agree with that? Like, yeah, you, you'll yeah. see like sure. someone on, yeah. on those TV shows. They're naturally gifted. They did not learn how to do that because they were taught. They were just born that way. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of people like that in many different fields, like including dance, mm-hmm. singing, or uh, intelligence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think like there are people who are born with it, but then uh, I, I do think that you could work on anything. You can get good to a certain point, but I don't know if you could achieve greatness. Mm. That makes sense. It, I, I think it's true. It's just like being good at basketball, right? Like I could be yeah. the, like I could work my ass off and I'll still be 5'8 and never in the NBA. And even there are 5'8 players, shorter people who can dunk. I think no matter how much I would have worked on I that. Could, I could dunk. Huh? No. I can dunk. There's a, a basketball <laughs> game that Ryan and I were playing. And it was right after the game. We we're kind of sitting down, just like relaxing. And then this one Asian kid just like palmed the ball, ran up, and dunked. And he was like a little bit shorter. And the first thing me and Ryan did was we stood up. And, <laughs> and we're like, he's shorter than us. <laughs> But like this that's is possible. What I mean. So I mean, why did I bring that up? <laughs> oh, I was talking oh, about um, talent, musical talent. Yeah, and then and for dance, like you could dance because that's kind of natural for you. I was saying like no matter how much David and I train, we'll never. We could get good to like, the point our cap, I think. Um, oh, I get it. Yeah. yeah, but like you have like this high cap for like dance and singing. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, don't know, know a bunch of things that you could part. choose what you, you want to do. I think you guys are really hyping up the but, dance part. Well, you, I, I mean, you could, I would never do that show. Let's put it that way. Dancing with the Stars. You'd never do it? Never. There's got to be some great incentive for me to embarrass myself that way. <laughs> but also, I think taking this in, in another uh, route is, like, you are a very kind of introverted kid, it sounds like. Uh, but you have all these natural talents within you that, what, did you kind of always just know was there? Or was it just like, oh, this seems interesting, and you pick it up very easily? Uh, like with the singing, I feel like I was always singing when I was younger. Uh, and I just remember, I remember like getting mad when people in the car would sing with me and they were like off key and <laughs> like eight year old me yeah, was just me so too. mad yeah. about that. <laughs> that means you have really good what we're sense of pitch. And, and like, I think, I mean, this is a question I like to ask a lot of musicians and singers is, uh, who in your family is musically gifted? So usually um, mm. when I ask my musician friends, it's either their mom, dad, both, uh, grandpa, grandma. It's always like that. So I was wondering if, if that applies to you as well. Maybe an uncle or an aunt is like gifted. In Actually, music. a lot. My mom is and my grandpa and then a lot of my cousins. Cause on like mom's side? On my mom's side. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's, it's true. My theory is still correct. See, yeah. so it is something you're kind of born with. And it is, to, I mean, to a certain degree, it's got to be genetic, right? Like it's in your genes because I mean, I, I, it's going to sound bad, but like there's certain ethnicities that every, like a majority of that ethnicity can sing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I feel I'll like the majority like Filipinos, <laughs> a lot of Filipinos can yep. sing a lot of like black people. Yep. Most of them I know can at least sound better than your average person. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. I might be making I, stuff up, but I, the black people I know yep. are all at least somewhat decent, like have nice 
Mm. Either it's a nice deep voice or like they can actually sing or something. Mm. As a musician, I will verify that. Okay, so I'm not being racist. Yeah. No, it, it, I, I <laughs> I'm find, just telling the truth. Yeah, I find yeah. that African Americans, Filipinos, generally speaking, is it the darker you are, I don't know what it is. You, I don't know what it is. I think it's maybe the the their vocal cords, their Filipino structure people are darker too. Yeah, we're pretty dark. I don't know. Now we're just basing it on color. Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't Sorry, know. I went racist on it. But it's a, it's a great... It's true. It's, it's, a, a, it's great, a positive thing. It's a positive yeah. stereotype. Okay. Yeah. Even... I've heard some... Like, even, you know, African-Americans who are, are not great. So they say, like, I'm so bad. And they sing. And I'm like... They're so good. You're such a liar. Like, mm-hmm. you, you're just all really good at singing. Mm. I'm jealous. Or they have so the, the, a high cap for that, right? They could mm-hmm. learn to sing. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. it sucks being Filipino and not being able to sing. Well, you're only part. So. You know what? I've never heard you sing. Because I can't. That's what they all say. Have you tried? Mm-hmm. Have you yeah, tried? I have. Let's hear something. And no. Move so on. Next question. That was a nice tone you had. That next. was. That was really good. <laughs> no, See, the fact that you. Up. Really good mixed <laughs> voice there. She can there. hear it too, though. So. Next question. All you right. said next question. <laughs> Okay, well, now we know. So you're going to be a singer-dancer. You're basically made to be a pop star. You got the fashion, a little bit of everything. What is, in like, not joking around, what is your next thing you want to do? Uh, I mean, th- honestly, the music is one thing that I've just recently started taking more seriously. And I think it's because I've been so scared with it for so long that I just kind of have been diving deeper into it recently Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so definitely music stuff and then just kind of getting back into youtube again i think that i needed to take a break to kind of just reset and i think i felt this almost this pressure of also who people kind of perceived me to be for so long especially getting into it so young that was kind of one of the biggest challenges i faced was as i got older was kind of breaking from these ideas of how people saw me which it definitely I was never fake like that was 100% me at the time but then as I started getting older and then I did start having more of a social life and did start like kind of exploring myself more it didn't necessarily add up with what people were used to seeing so uh yeah I just kind of needed time to take a break from all of that and it's kind of like what you said is like, I want that kind of freedom back of not feeling so much pressure of everything that I post has to be like the most perfect thing in the world. Right. And just the fact that I could actually just post is enough. Mm-hmm. And as long as I actually enjoyed it, that's more than enough. Cause I definitely got to a point where I wasn't enjoying it and it was just a big stress ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can relate to that 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely have seen your vlogs. This is like a while back, but um, just like knowing you outside of YouTube, because I met you before I seen your videos. Mm. And then I went to go check out your videos. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. You're a lot more, um, you know, like like myself, I'm a lot more like energetic than you would be like talking here. Right. Um, and it is hiring. And especially if you're getting older, since you started at, what age was that? 13. Yeah, 13. Mm-hmm. You're basically one of those... Um, you're like one of, the, one of those Disney kids, right? Who yeah. was trapped in the same like, hey guys, you know, like one of those things. <laughs> and then, not that you were like that. I'm just saying the Disney kids. Yeah, no. But when you're trapped into this thing, you just it's it's exhausting because mm-hmm. you grow up. Everybody grows up, and to a certain degree, you just you need to have that switch. And people aren't gonna like it, but mm-hmm. it has to happen. Get like Miley Cyrus, and it works. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, we are at the uh, Shishi break part of our show, so. I guess we'll be right back. And we're back. And before we get back, actually, I forgot in the beginning of the episode, but thank you and shout out to Rode for these mics because they gave it to us for free. And the Rodecaster. And the Rodecaster. So again, thank you to Rode. Thanks. For all your needs for things that are audio. Actually, don't know. Is it? Is it just audio? Road does a lot of audio yeah. stuff. For your audio needs. It's like a staple This is not their name. slogan. I don't know why I'm reading it like an ad. For your audio needs. Road. Mm-hmm. Take the high road. <laughs> they could use that. They don't need to use that. All right. And now we're really back. Okay. Um, do we want to start with like, we have a, we don't always get a lot of questions from people, but when we put out your name and say you're going to be on the podcast, we got a lot of questions. So do, oh, we cool. want to go through some of those. Yeah, we have... I uh, think people haven't heard... A lot of people don't even know that you started up again. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're kind of curious about what you're doing. Cool. Yeah, we got one here. Uh, what have you been doing since not posting videos? <laughs> we kind of <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> though, <laughs> talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that. But I mean, that's that's what they're interested in. Though. We what uh, th- where we can take that to is um, a lot of YouTubers or even content creators have been taking breaks mm-hmm. lately. Um, they've been saying like, you know, I need to. Uh, I've been getting burnt out, or I need to take care of my mental health and stuff. And maybe this is something that uh, you vibe with, and that's something that you felt at the time, or maybe you feel a little differently. So maybe we can uh, get an idea and like pick your brain about that. So kind of why. You know, you took a break and what have you been doing? Yeah. I mean, I feel like the YouTuber break thing has definitely become like a thing for a lot of people, especially in the past like two years. I It's almost like when I first saw that other people were doing it, it was kind of comforting. So I was like, okay, I'm not the only one that's like experiencing this and having these same feelings. Because when it happened to me, I feel like no one had ever talked about that at that point or at least I had never heard anyone talk about right. that and so I felt like it's something going on with me that that like I'm suddenly feeling all of this stuff like mentally with my craft mm-hmm. and uh yeah because when it first happened to me it was I think I didn't realize that maybe I needed to take a break but it's been incredibly helpful for me I think just to kind of distance myself a little bit and work on myself because for me at least I feel like I was so in it that I completely a little bit like kind of lost a part of me and I wasn't keeping up with myself so I wasn't like my full self for my audience and I feel like they definitely saw that and uh yeah so I think when I first noticed it was like 2014 2015 when I was just like I I need to like step away and even doing that was so hard Mm -hmm. because people want things like all the time and it was really hard to kind of step away from that and I feel like a lot of people were confused because I never really like told people why I took a break um but it was kind of just what I needed to do for my own mental health and uh just kind of checking in with myself and and just kind of like reconnecting with the world a little bit and appreciating things outside of social media that helped so much. Cause I used to find myself almost like getting anxious. If I was like, if I was somewhere really cool and experiencing something, feeling this need to have to post about it. And if I didn't, I felt like, dang it, I didn't do that. And I'd be upset about Mm it. I'm like, who am I getting upset that I didn't show this to everybody? And I, I could have had an amazing time, but I didn't because I was so worried about posting it. And I think everyone can relate to that. Even, you know, people like girls who are worried about impressing a guy. It's like, oh, I didn't post this thing that I went to this party. So I'm so mad about that. Instead of just literally enjoying it and not worrying about having to post it because it just kind of mm-hmm. takes you out of the moment. So that was one of the most valuable things I've learned is to actually just kind of enjoy life. And now it's easier to kind of get back into it because I feel much more myself than I was. What, what are some other ways that you, because you said you were working on yourself outside of, you know, creating creating YouTube videos. Like what, what were some other things that you did for yourself besides not posting on social media? Like some activities or like, wh- what does that mean to you? Like to, you know, that you're working on yourself? Cause some or people taking a break even like, what does that mean? Yeah. What? Cause some people may go out to a meditation retreat or That's some people may, right yeah, it's huge right now. Like some people may just focus on a relationship or some people may go traveling like what, or, or maybe do nothing. Right. Mm. Like what, what are some things that you, you did to kind of get to that place where you, you feel free? Uh, I definitely didn't go on any retreats. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like I didn't do any of that, like, meditation, which meditation is great, and I've tried it, and it's cool. Um, I just didn't really do any of that stuff. I feel like I just more so dove into myself and asked myself questions about, like, kind of where I was at with myself and how I felt about myself, and then I started to realize that also because I started making videos so young I think I I know at one point I felt this pressure of like my appearance uh and my body at one point because like everything that I do is so like it's always been so like fashion and that kind of focused so obviously like my appearance was a part of that and I think that I let that stuff kind of 
tarnish my view of my like self if that makes sense so I kind of did a lot of like almost just like kind of doing like I don't know how to explain it more so just like thinking about it and Mm. and understanding myself and what made me kind of get farther away from myself and kind of how to love myself Mm. again and love myself more than I ever had before which then I think it comes into like a whole other thing it's not even about YouTube as much that's just kind of like life stuff that I think everybody on some level at some point in life experiences it's like I feel like I didn't fully love myself at that point and then kind of feeling like I had to please everybody at that point in my life wasn't helping the fact that I wasn't really loving myself and so I needed to step away from everything to figure out how to get that love back for myself and it just came down to honestly what helped me is like being a kid again and like just being curious about life in a way that I feel like I kind of got jaded to a lot of things in life. Kind of what I was saying earlier, where when I was younger, I didn't realize what was going on to the point that it was happening so much that I think I failed to even be as grateful as I could have been. And that was one of the most valuable things that I've learned in like the past few years and during taking a break is just how to be amazed by life again and be excited about living. That was, yeah, that's beautiful. That's great. No, I I think a lot of people need to hear that. Yeah. And and, and I think because you're in the beauty space in particular, you know, beauty is all about kind of like an outward apparent, your outward appearance, right? Mm -hmm. If you break down beauty in in, in the superficial form, but like, you know, it's going back to what you said about rediscovering yourself and figuring out like, who am I first before I can start putting on the makeup and, and the, outfits right mm-hmm. i think it's it's pretty interesting that you brought that up because i never thought of it that way yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's good for other creators to hear um like you said at the time i guess 2004 15 you said you kind of took your break it wasn't the same thing as like this past year right where every if you hear everybody's like oh i'm burnt out i need to take a break um it definitely must have been hard to have to like you had so much success and so much momentum that it's not an easy thing. Like even, even now for me, this is like my version of a break, but I'm still doing stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, I can't even imagine. Like I just, just getting myself to this point was so difficult. Like how did you, how did you convince yourself to be like, okay, this is the best decision for my life to take a break. When you have all this momentum going for you, you have a successful channel that's bringing in revenue. Um, and you know, at any point, if you do stop, you, you'll still have your hardcore fans, but you do know if you do stop, there's a, most YouTubers know that that's like deadly to your career, right? Yeah. So how did you get to the point where you convinced yourself or were you at a breaking point where you just said, I have to do it? It was kind of both. Uh, Cause I think that I was continuing to try to put stuff out when I was already feeling that way. And I just felt like it wasn't as good as it could have been if I was like in a better place. So I knew for that reason that I probably needed to like take a break. Uh, And it was really hard to step away, but I think it was a bit of a feeling of just like, I know that I could be happier and I know that I could be in a better place. So maybe I just need to, to listen to how I feel right now and take the action that I need to. And also it's like, I feel like at the end of the day, I don't really have anything to lose because as long it's so cheesy. No, <laughs> it. As long as it. it's tr- your truth, you know. It's like I'm so happy. Like mm-hmm. I'm so happy with life in a way that I like wasn't back then. And so I wouldn't change any of that. And mm-hmm. and I knew that obviously it was going to change things if I wasn't uploading as consistently especially if like there are people girls my same age that are posting exactly what I'm posting that are more consistent than me obviously if I'm not keeping up with that then people would prefer to watch them (laughs) but I think it was just learning to be okay with that and not letting that it was almost more of an ego thing and I feel like once I let once I kind of understood my ego and I was able to control that it helped so Mm -hmm. much because I was like I I had these fears that didn't even really exist but it was only because of my ego Mm -hmm. fears of like other people surpassing you like the girls your age and stuff like that is that what you're talking about yeah okay that makes sense that is a tough thing to do i don't think necessarily if you haven't really been a creator it's hard to 
explain that fear. A lot of people, when you tell them, oh, I'm burnt out, or like recently, like uh, Lily has mentioned and other YouTubers have came on and said, oh, you know, they're burnt out, they got to take a break. I see all these comments and are like, oh, wow, must be tough being a millionaire who's famous. And they don't really understand, you know, or, or they think it's a lot easier to do what we do to a yeah. certain degree where even if it wasn't easy, though, it's like everybody knows themselves better than anyone else. Right. right. So I think um, that part of it for other creators, I think they understand now. like that's everybody can burn out yeah. um, for people who don't have these kind of who aren't in these lucky, fortunate situations where some people just can't take those breaks. What would you say to, the, to those people? Uh, I mean... I mean, it's hard. I know it's not... I'm not putting you on the spot because I, I try and think about that too because I, I understand what you're saying, but I feel like it's hard for me to preach that to people who can't afford to like... I, you know, that my job is too much. Right. I'm burnt out. I need this job, but I have to do it. How would we... I'm just trying to see for myself. How do you reach out to those people and give them the same advice? Absolutely. Yeah, I think that there are ways that everyone can do it. To be completely honest, I think that if I don't think I really what I did in my situation is I completely stepped away, but I don't think that I really had to do that. I mm -hmm. think that there definitely was ways for me to continue what I was doing while being smart in accomplishing what I did in the past few years as far as like myself personal growth. I think I could have done that simultaneously while staying mm -hmm. consistent, but I didn't do that. Uh, I think it's because I was just so in fear. I was so afraid and so confused that I just wanted to completely shut it all off. But I don't think that was really necessary. I think that's just what I felt that I needed to do. Mm -hmm. um, because I look back on it and, and yes, I did take that break, but uh, part of me is like, you know, maybe I should have just at least stayed a little more consistent and and worked on myself. So I think there's a lot that you can do even if you can't just completely step away. Way. Yeah, I think it's what I found to be the most valuable is literally just being able to be honest with myself mm -hmm. and be just transparent about where I am personally and just really diving into yourself. And that's kind of the part that can be hard for people too is, you know, it's, it's being open with yourself about like what your fears are, what you're afraid of, what it is. Cause I think also the biggest problem is that I didn't want to admit that it was my ego. Mm -hmm. And I think I could have figured all that out while still being consistent. I just kind of chose to step away. Okay. Well, that's, that's good advice. In, I was wondering, I'm wondering, did you have like, what does your circle look like? Your circle of friends? I know you worked with, uh, you work with your, your dad. Um, he's been pretty integral in your career. Like, um, did you have friends to kind of like help you get through this? Uh, I know you, you're dating Dom, but w was there anybody else in your circle or was it your family that kind of helped you come to this realization and, and kind of um, eliminating your, your ego? Yeah. I mean, I definitely surrounding myself with friends is helpful and I've done that. Uh, it's also nice just to like, like I said, just be more in the moment with people because I feel like I wasn't always the best <laughs> at doing that. So, yeah, definitely just making more time for friends and my family has always been really supportive. My dad has been there since the first video. So I always, like, go to him for that kind of stuff as well because he's always very encouraging and also kind of helps me remember, like, why I started doing it all in the first place. And it wasn't for, obviously, like, we didn't know that any of the success was even possible at that point. Like back then it's like, we didn't even know that you could make a career out of it. And so he always kind of reminds me of that, like the little me, um, that started it. So. Yeah. And, and when you started, you were, you were pretty young. So like, like how do you balance like your dad, like the relationship between your dad as someone who's integrating your business and then also your dad, like it's kind of, it can be, get a little, weird right I mean yeah <laughs> I think it was definitely it was definitely more challenging when we lived together because it was hard to separate the two uh but once I kind of moved out and like had my own place and all of that it honestly got way easier I think there's something about it's like I don't really want to talk about business mm -hmm. over dinner you know right. it's like you want to separate the two so I think that's the only time that it was really challenging but everything else it's like he's always just down for whatever I want to do and just backing me up in whatever my decision is for whatever it may be. But yeah, he's definitely, he, um, 
I got to I got to know him better than you actually on the <laughs> a couple of tours that we've done. Like a lot of times you'd, it'd be like you and your dad and your mom, and, yeah. Uh, and basically you'd be with your mom, and we'd just be hanging out with your dad. Um, and then I guess that's kind of speaks to like what you were saying, like you were kind of like to yourself kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, but he would constantly be like, he has good ideas. He's constantly like pitching. He's a hustler. He is. He's he a real really hustler. Is. Like he's always coming to me. He's like, not even for you. He's like, hey, what if we did this? What if you did this? And he would yeah. like, keep pitching ideas so i think i know what you mean when you say like once you weren't in the household because if he's constantly i don't know if he did the same thing to you but to me i was like these are good but if i had that every single day like morning and night i think that would be pretty it's tough. yeah it could be a lot i yeah. mean it's all great intention like no, he's you know great. he's great yeah. yeah but he definitely has a he's lot a of ideas <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> no. i think uh kind of tying it back to what david said in the first half uh where music can be tied to like your parents and stuff. So in the aspect of like how hard you were uh, grinding and like possibly like, you know, you burnt yourself out and stuff like uh, it sounds like maybe you got that from your dad, uh, just that, that work ethic. And yeah, I'm just curious as to what, like, what does he do besides, you know, before like you were doing YouTube and stuff. Farmer or something? Yeah. He worked on dairy farms because we grew up like mm. central California. So it's like only dairy farms, like no shopping malls. What area? Los Banos. I don't know why I it's asked. I don't, <laughs> yeah. know where, I don't know where that it's is. It's like it's okay. like an hour from Fresno because like wow. basically if we wanted to go to any shopping mall, mm-hmm. we'd have to either go to Modesto or Fresno because there's like there's nothing mm. in the town. We got a Target and everybody was like really stoked about that. Sounds that sounds like my, where I'm from. in Hilo. Small, small town <laughs> girl. Yeah, super yeah. small town. Uh, so he would just work on like electricity and like building dairies and he owned his own dairy business. So he's like knew how to be a business owner but yeah it was all like dairy farms up until i asked him to be my manager <laughs> do you know how to milk a cow i don't i've been around a lot of cows but <laughs> i never never tried to milk one. i had a lot of pet cows too because we lived that's like sad though isn't it because uh, don't you have to you know like what do you mean <laughs> i mean as a farmer i guess dairy oh, farm. never mind i'm thinking you're talking about beef <laughs> no because <laughs> you know they're pets and they're also if you're Oh, I'm right, thinking, right. I'm thinking no, I think, <laughs> I hope that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no, they just, no, it's okay, Beth. They went to another farm. They just went to the other yeah. farm. I thought they just got milk. <laughs> your, your pets are still there. I mean, I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I have, I have family members who had cows, but they had them for different reasons. Oh, <laughs> well, meat. yeah, we, we had, because we lived literally on a dairy farm, one mm-hmm. of the farms that he worked on. And so we just had like a bunch of cows. I remember one night, like two o'clock in the morning, there was a bunch of noise outside of the house and I woke up and there was just like cows. Like I opened the window and just a cow wow. like right there at the window because wow. they just broke free. And so they were just like surrounding our That's house. It's funny. I grew up with cows too all around me <laughs> so it's like that constant i know i, I can i can just smell it i can yeah. smell where you lived the manure yeah wow. i don't know it's yummy do you have any uh, siblings i have one sister younger older she is older she's five years older and she has two beautiful daughters what does she think about your youtube career and all that she actually started a channel uh, like shortly after I did and she was going with it for a while. I don't know if she's still posting on it, but yeah, she got into it for a second too. It's funny cause I th- think she might've made fun of me right in the beginning when I started and then she was like, I'm going to get on this too. Make fun of you in what way? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Who do you think you are? Yeah. Oh. I feel like everybody, yeah. I got yeah. that so much. Especially in the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was probably at public school. Like, my sister makes YouTube videos. <laughs> was she in public school? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, and then you were saying at the break that you uh, you chose to go uh, do private schooling. Yeah. And your sister chose the public route. Um, why did you choose uh, private school instead of uh, public? I just was, I just never really liked public school. And my parents just gave us a choice. They're like, if you want to be homeschooled, you can. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm doing that. I just felt like, I just felt like I was wasting time, like in between. <laughs> like if I, cause if I had it my way, I was like, I just want to go to school, do all the work, no recess, no lunch. Just like, let me do all the work and then go home. And that's what homeschooling was. Was it still like five hours a day or well, how long is school? <laughs> yeah. How, how does that work? How does the homeschooling system I never work? asked this to someone before, but yeah, I'm curious. How does it? Yeah. What do you wake up at a certain time? Do you just do your work when you want? Um, you're, s- mm, 
yeah you can basically do whatever you want that was the problem though is i feel like it definitely taught me a lot about like managing my own stuff and like mm. having a schedule a little bit though because mm -hmm. actually not maybe not because i started to get in this habit where i would do all of my work for the week like the night before i had to go in because basically i still had a teacher so i'd meet with a teacher uh once a week and i would give her all of my work for that week and then if there were any tests then i would do those tests right. and so basically it's like if i had to meet with her every tuesday i would literally leave all my work for like monday you'd procrastinate which yeah. is the same thing as every other student in public school not me well. i was the opposite <laughs> really I, I would do my work as soon like in class if i could like homework and stuff like that just wow. so i could like have fun at home Did but it was for, just so i don't have to worry about it mm. i was the opposite <laughs> well anyway that's interesting i didn't even know you had a i thought it was your parents that taught you no, I don't know much. Yeah. Well, I mean, my <laughs> I mom would like supervise, I guess, or like help right. me here and there. But yeah, it's like I had an actual teacher technically. Mm, got it. So would the teacher like go to your home or are you meeting no. at this place? And yeah, like there's there other like homeschooled kids or is it just like yeah. one-on-one -on -one thing? It See, was, you would like go in and there were like all the teachers in their cubicles. Uh, and then you would That's like, really interesting. <laughs> so yeah. did you have any friends then? then I mean, I know I we kind of talked about it, but... Yeah, I did. I had friends from public school. And then also once I became homeschooled for a couple of years, that's when I would, like, was in dance class. And then I took theater for a little bit, too. So I made new friends through that. that. Well, do you still keep in touch with them or? Um, not so much. I mean, a few like when I go back home. But yeah, not not as much as I should. Mm -hmm. Well, that was one long Twitter question. <laughs> you have another. Uh, <laughs> was it? <laughs> Do you have any scary fan encounters? Oh. It's a pretty consistent question. Yeah. Scary? Yeah. Scary. Or just say interesting. Let's yeah. say interesting. Um, Creepy. Whatever you want to. Yeah. Um. Okay. That was, that was a really good pitch. <laughs> that was a good pitch. The way that she said, yeah. yeah. It's like you got something there. Okay. Um. Hmm. Well, I have one. It's like weird to talk about. Uh, now we're curious. <laughs> no. Um, this guy a while back, this was probably, I don't even remember, May 2013, 2014. Um, this guy that watched my videos, he was a lot older than me, maybe by like 20 or 30 years. He came to a couple meet and greets and it was just like strange scenarios um but then the weirdest one was i got a like a package or like a letter to my house uh this is when i was still living with my family and we opened it up and there was like this usb thing and so we put it in the computer and it was the video of this guy and he just started saying like all this stuff and he was just like so i have your address and like um i'm going to tell you how i found it and he like pulled up the listing of like my house and was like clicking through the photos for some reason. I'm like, yes, I know what my house looks like. Thank oh you. Oh my god! Um, he had photos of your house. Well, like, cause he found the listing of the house oh, online, and so just like started clicking through it and just like was like, you should like, just basically he was telling me like I should be more careful with my personal information because like just it could really. He was like, it could affect your well being, and I was like. You're so right. Uh, and just like said some like honestly weird stuff. And it really freaked me out. And from that point, I was like, I can't live here anymore. Is that why you moved? Um, Yeah, that was one of the reasons. Oh, so this is a little more recent then. Not like when you first started. No. Well, yeah, this was like probably four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is. So that was that a little. Pretty, yeah, that's pretty that's, creepy. What about your um, your parents are not there? anymore in at that at that location at the guy no house. no okay. we all moved from there yeah so that was probably the most like creepy weird situation um yeah and then i've just other than that it's just been like little mishaps here and there mm -hmm. well what about like weird interactions because you do a lot of meeting greets and stuff what's the weirdest thing somebody said to you uh i got proposed to a lot but i don't like, I feel but like seriously not, though like, very weird no not I mean, with candy, not like legitimate. I Here's never what got I get a, a ring. Lot. Has has anyone ever gone? Oh, you're, well, 
You're, you don't look like how you look in your videos. All the time. I get that all the time. Yeah. Too. I get like, that I'm I a lot shorter. That too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because people see, and I'm sure it's even worse for you because you're in the beauty space, right? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Is it worse? Do they come up to you and be like, oh, you look good in your in your videos they say <laughs> they say that i've gotten that before it's just like really? but they don't mean it as insulting they're like oh you're a lot taller or oh yeah you look a lot um skinnier in your videos or something like i've mm -hmm. gotten all of those i've gotten that too i don't know if it's the same for like you because you're a girl and no i think the only one i've gotten is height is like a lot of oh, people really? are like oh wow you're a lot shorter in person you take that as a diss or i mean i Nah, not so much anymore mm. but back Used then to, it was like right. i was really i really hated being so <laughs> short i hated being five three uh -huh. and so when people would say that i'm like thank you for reminding me um but that was probably the only thing there was one time in a meet and greet this wasn't like she didn't say anything maybe it was the lack of her saying something that made it happen is like she basically wanted me to give a piggyback ride but i didn't mm. know that so she like maybe she told me but i didn't hear it because it was like really loud so it was like this girl she comes up she just jumps on my back and i what that's that's assault <laughs> yeah it actually is she jumped on my back and i just what obviously wasn't expecting it so i just <laughs> fell to the ground and i was like wearing a dress Ooh, <laughs> oh my gosh wow. <laughs> she, we both <laughs> fall to the floor and she immediately just like gets back up and runs away and She's that was embarrassed. it yeah so embarrassed that's i felt so bad you can press charges against her. That's I why mean, she ran. She was so happy. Like she definitely, yeah, yeah. she just wanted like a cute little piggyback. <laughs> she tackled you. I know. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I bet you. I mean, if she's listening, you're remembered now. You're I hope still, you're Beth okay. still remembers you. <laughs> Have you ever gotten any crazy gifts? Because I know, I know. Um, from what I've heard, females tend to get like more extravagant gifts from fans than than males. Like I have a friend. Um, she's she got like an iPhone. Oh, what? Have you ever gotten anything like that? Abs Just curious. No. Any jewelry? Uh, no. Really? No. Okay. No, I've never gotten anything crazy like that. Do you have that. a P.O. box? I used to. Okay. Yeah. I did. I mostly got like stitch stuffed animals. Mm. Because you love Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Mm. And uh, a lot of handmade stuff mostly. But never mm. anything really crazy. A lot of food. Yeah. Yeah. We got another Twitter question here um, from Selena. What's what's the thing that you're most proud of? Um, honestly, today I was really proud that I got here like super early. <laughs> um, really? I was really Are proud you of that. Really late? Yeah. Oh, you're one of those. I got here <laughs> ten minutes early. You're really early. Wow. Yeah. For LA, that's like being an hour early. It really is. LA people I, are always late. So much that I literally was like, should I not go in right? It's like 10 minutes early. Maybe I should wait. Um, yeah, that's was proud courteous. of that. But uh, other, other than that. Other than that, yeah. uh, <laughs> most proud of? like That's a tough thing Yeah, to like in what genre of life? Like whatever you want it to be. Like, let's say career. Do you, do you feel like, um, do you feel like you're su successful? Now I do. You didn't when you were actually making videos. Um, you had to have. Felt yeah. Success, yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah. I think I also feel it like in a different way now mm. where I just feel like I, I mean, I feel like I know a little more, like I still have obviously so much to learn, but I feel like I, I feel success in a way of like, I guess what I understand and what I'm aware of now and like just kind of how I define success too. Mm -hmm. Cause I think like w how I defined success in the past was maybe a little different than I define it now. Mm -hmm. uh, but as far as like my like biggest accomplishment or like thing I'm most proud of. I think what, I think your answer is great. Like it. Yeah. Yeah, like I think I'm definitely proud yeah. of everything that I've done career-wise. Like, yeah. obviously, I'm like, whoa, that was that's really cool that <laughs> I did all of that. Especially starting so young and not knowing that any of that was possible, and like building something at this age, and also just doing something that I never thought I would do because I just never saw myself as that person, and even the people around me never saw me as that person. So I'm definitely really proud of that, and I definitely felt that success. Uh, but I'm also really proud of how much I've evolved as a person and how I also define success now. Cause I feel like it's just a lot healthier and more fulfilling. 
Well, that's a good answer to a very broad question. Yeah. <laughs> and if you didn't, great. if you didn't feel successful, I was going to say you should because you're on this podcast. Oh my god! Right. And, and no, Ryan only just ruined invites a real no. moment. Successful. People. No, this is a big accomplishment. Yeah. Way to ruin a real moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're pretty much at the end of our show. So I guess thank you again for being so real with us and for being here. Yeah, of um, course. It's the opposite way around. It's it's our honor that you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything you want to plug? Right. Um, well, she's getting back in. Well, yeah. What are you? So you are getting back into YouTube. Yeah. Okay. YouTube stuff. So music stuff. Check out Beth's channel. What's her channel? Bethany Moda. Be- her Bethany it used Moda. to be more embarrassing yeah what that. was it before it wasn't your name it right? was mac barbie 07 mac barbie that's what it was <laughs> i remember that <laughs> nice mac barbie 07 all right check out uh bethany moda she changed her name um her channel name and you can follow us at off the pill on twitter and at off the pill podcast on instagram i remembered this time nice. and once again shout out to road thank you very much yes thank you road for the free nice. things with that being said, <laughs> that being said, uh, we'll see you guys next episode. And this is how we always end it. We just breathe into the mic and ruin our road mics oh. already in okay. three, two, one. <sighs> hey, harmonize, go. You singers. I don't know how to do that. Dude, this is really nice.